friend, welcome to Faith FM, Drive Time, Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. And where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Rita. That's South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. It's uh, our privilege to welcome you to the program today, and please stay with us for this hour as we have prepared for you a wonderful uh, program, I believe. Uh, we are going to talk about heaven. Stay with us because that's very important, you know. Uh, we kind of uh, had enough of this earth, eh? <laughs> and there are lots of things going on, uh, but heaven, it's wonderful. Just uh, for the whole uh, week, you know, we look at this theme, Beyond the Grave, the Bible and the Passing of Death. We ask a few questions like, um, how does the how does a pastor view death? He comes across uh, quite often to this sort of thing, you know, doing funerals and uh, counseling, you know, and uh, comforting in other way, better said. Um, people going through this, yes, he is facing uh, that quite often, I will say. But, uh, yeah, well, that was an interesting, interesting question. And then, how did Christ relate to death? We look into the Gospels to understand, you know, how Christ was uh, looking at this and what he said about it. Isn't the soul immortal? Was a question which we liked. You may uh, heard of this uh, sort of questions yourself, my dear friend, listening today. And uh, I wonder what's your um, understanding and what's your uh, uh, opinion, but better understanding from the Bible. Because it's important to look into the Bible when you look at these topics, because it's very um, difficult, you know, to come with just some interpretation on your own and better allow the Bible to teach us um, about these uh, aspects. And uh, the other uh, day, uh, our good friends, uh, uh, Fabiano and Hugh, they were talking about, is the resurrection literal? I thought that was a wonderful uh, program because... Um, you know, again, I heard many people saying, that's it. This is what it is here on this earth, this life. And after that, nobody knows. But the Bible speaks about um, resurrection quite a bit. And that's why we want to approach this question today about heaven. Because uh, if there is no resurrection, what's the point about <laughs> talking about heaven if we just go in the ground and uh, that's it that's all uh, out of this um, life but my dear friend listening today i would love to hear from you some uh, some of your thoughts in regard to these questions which we already asked and also what we are going to talk today uh, about uh, what when and uh, where is heaven <laughs> um yeah, please uh, let us know where, where you are listening from. And if you have a question, a thought, uh, just a comment, please don't hesitate to send us a text message to the number 04888-80811. Again, the number is 04888-80811. I'm really inviting you to be part of this program because, you know, 
it's good when you have some feedback from the listeners. We know that we have quite few listeners, um, you know, which um, requesting even the offer which we have. And by the way, uh, stay tuned because we'll have a wonderful book prepared for you. Uh, the first lie. That's the book uh, which will uh, give it to you today. But just stay with us. We'll come to that a little bit uh, later. Actually, what? While I'm saying this about our listeners, I would like to just give maybe a big shout out, shout out to, to the people listening this week. And I hope that you don't mind, uh, guys, to mention your name like uh, Darren. Or da- how you say that? I think it's Darren. Yeah, it's Darren. Darren. Um, then, uh, yeah, we have uh, here um, Catherine. Catherine. Or Catherine. I will say Catherine in my language. <laughs> uh, we have uh, here uh, Kathy, you know, and um, uh, who else? Uh, Francis. Uh, we have uh, Trish. We have... Uh, Oh, well, quite a few people uh, um, requesting, you know, again, Christina, um, David, and uh, Danny, all of you guys, uh, good to uh, to come along with us and requesting particularly the offer which we have. But um, listening today, my dear friend there, why not to give us a shout out from where you are listening? And uh, uh, even if you don't uh, want to request the offer today, but let us know where you are listening from and uh, you may... Uh, send some kind words to this team here in uh, South Australia in the studio <laughs> because it will warm us up. You know, it's uh, still a little bit cool here in uh, in Adelaide. But hey, it's good to have you with us uh, today here. Well, not going too far here. I would like to say hello to our co-host here in the studio. Good to have you with us, Tracy Papandreou. Hi, Nick, and hi to all the listeners once again. It's good to have you part of this program, Tracy. And uh, I would like to also welcome uh, right now uh, David De Lima from Family Voice Australia. He's with us uh, over the phone. Hi, David. How are you? Great. Nick, thank you. And lovely to be with you and Tracy once again. That's uh, very good to to be part of this. David, I know that you have some appointments today. I'm not going to um, keep you long uh, today. I would like to come uh, straight to you um, under this segment, uh, World Watch. You know, we we talk a little bit about what's going on in the world, and uh, I wonder if you have something in the sleeves, uh, David, uh, in in the pipeline there, some uh, news to share with us. Uh, um, are you able to do that? And then we'll come to yes. a little article uh, if we still have you, you know, and we have time on that uh, just in a minute. Yes, indeed, Nick. Uh, Very disturbing developments out of Victoria this week. We've learned that the Premier, Dan Andrews, has incredibly hosted in the Parliament House itself a meeting where no less than five drag queens were present to read fairy stories to little children. Mm. Uh, this This is just almost unbelievable. Now, the background to this, of course, is that the so-called queer agenda has been promoting the drag queens. This is this is uh, men who dress up as women mm-hmm. uh, in in, in a very outlandish costume, uh, having access to little children, reading fairy tales to them in all sorts of contexts, and in particular, the local government um, institutions 
in Melbourne are very keen to promote the so-called queer agenda. Mm. But, of course, this has produced uh, a great deal of public backlash. There's uh, a number of people who are very upset about this, and so mainly for security reasons, mm. uh, those events have been cancelled. But the government of Victoria, in its wisdom, has decided that it really needs to provide the venue. So uh, That's interesting. It's appalling. Like, I, I can't express how disappointed we are in this, um, the the Premier has absolutely no business promoting uh, the same-sex agenda, the queer agenda. Mm. Uh, Jesus spoke so strongly about those who would lead little ones into sin. He said it would be better that they have a millstone tied around their neck and to be thrown into the ocean. Mm. So our Lord w- would have been uh, and, and is outraged about this. And uh, unfortunately, there's not that same level of concern in our churches or just within within uh, the ordinary people of Victoria, but there, there should be uh, an absolute hue and cry about this abominable development. Yeah, absolutely right. And when you see uh, David in, in these places, like in the Parliament, you know, uh, you know, people can do all sorts of things these days. I mean, they can have their own uh, opinion about certain things, but uh, when you are a leader in the public uh, arena, you know, in public places, that's very, very interesting. Very interesting, as you said, uh, uh, David, there, and how politicians these days, they go so far to to do these sort of things and create unrest. And then mm-hmm. you have uh, that big question, why? Why people are uh, be- behaving Indeed. in a way or the other? Yeah, very disappointing yes. to hear that. By the way, my friend listening today, if you are from Victoria, or if you know a bit more about this, uh, I wonder, you know, what's your opinion about this too? Please let us know. You know that you can send a text message to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one and share with us. Um, and mm-hmm. yes, David, uh, yeah, what do you think, Tracy, about that? Just uh, very briefly. It's very disappointing. I understand that through people's lives there can be confusion about gender and all of these kinds of things that individuals need to work through but it disturbs me when I see agendas to normalize these things to our little children um it's it's not mm. a normal thing mm. it's people having particular difficulties that they need to work through themselves and if they believe in God to call on him to help them to work through mm. the, the, this confusion but I don't I, I, I really um, I'm disturbed when it's kind of you know put out there in front of children mm. just to to make it all seem this is all very normal you know you shouldn't think anything unusual about this and I believe that there is a deliberate agenda in our society, mm. to normalise mm. all of this. And in fact, these different groups, that's what they want. They mm. want it normalised. And get publicity, you know, everywhere yeah. possible. And even in, in this uh, case, as David is sharing with us. Yeah. And as you said, uh, Tracy, I wonder, you know, how we protect the little ones. Because we're talking a lot about, uh, you know, protecting. and uh, But we don't think about these things, how we mess up with their uh, minds. And uh, yes, uh, David, anything else on uh, this aspect before I'm... Um, asking you some opinions on a little article which uh, I have uh, also yes. prepared. Well, my final comment is uh, in response to your question as to how this can happen. There's an old saying, the wheel that squeaks the loudest gets the oil. Mm. And unfortunately, though the queer agenda is being rolled out by a very small minority, 
in the community. They're a very vocal minority, mm. and they have also become very influential within society, much beyond the numerical uh, value would justify. So uh, what this really means is that good people are being silent, and they're being silenced, and it's time for them to speak up. Mm. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, thank you, David. Thank you for sharing uh, with us uh, in this regard. And let's pray to God, uh, the one who's, uh, you know, uh, aware of uh, everything going on. And I think we should, uh, yeah, pull together and uh, stand for the principles, for the right things to um, to unite in prayer and in whatever is needed, you know, uh, to show the difference, I think. That's yes. that's one yes. thing important. And I know you do that, uh, David, uh, with um, Family Voice Australia. You have a voice, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, we really appreciate uh, that. Thank you. Now, as we are talking today um, here, David, uh, our question for today is uh, what, where, and when it's heaven? And we are looking at a theme um, beyond the grave, uh, mm. the Bible and the passing of death. And yes. when I look at this, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of an article I just came across um, uh, quickly today here. It's about, um, again, some uh, laws putting in place. And I'm thinking mm. about the, in North Carolina, they approves uh, their there should not be abortion. Um, uh, they say twelve-week abortion yes. ban. Yes. Now this is the fantastic news out of North Carolina. Yes. The situation there is that um, with the overturning of, of Roe v. Wade uh, last year, mm. uh, it means that the individual states are free to pass laws which would make abortion either illegal or severely curtailed. Yes. And the the legislators in North Carolina took the decision that uh, it would be wrong to allow abortion after 12 weeks of development. Now, I'm personally of the view that uh, abortion at any age is not correct, but uh, correct. any improvement is better than nothing. So yeah. we do welcome that. Yeah. However, this is, this is the power of one that you have in the United States, which we don't really have in Australia because the governor of North Carolina vetoed the legislation. He refused to sign it. Mm -hmm. However, if the legislators get together with a sufficient majority, then they can overturn the decision of the governor to refuse to sign. So uh, democracy does win out there. So this is a great triumph of common sense. And I I hope that uh, the legislators in Australia will pay attention to this because they have been doing the exact opposite. They've been trying to make abortion incre- increasingly available. Mm. Uh, and, um, yeah, so so America, which I think is a far more Christianized nation than Australia, is really showing the way in this manner. Indeed. And uh, South Carolina, for example, they are talking about to uh, put a ban on six weeks, mm. which is even even uh, better. Because, But as you said, David, uh, there is no uh, even one day, you know what I mean, uh, mm. Mm. Um, in, in our understanding and opinion. I mean, God mm. is the one who gives lives, you know what I mean? And, and they stipulated here, David, uh, in North Carolina, and I believe in, uh, yeah, in South Carolina too, that except of some very serious uh, reasons like health reasons and maybe other other things there uh, i think they mention a um, couple of things which will uh, will exclude that uh, ban uh, yes. but we're talking here about life 
we're talking about yeah. so easy Absolutely. to deal with that, you know, to to just take life, mm-hmm. take somebody's life. Well, American culture, and it's true right across Western nations, has been utterly infected by this abortion epidemic. Uh, it is really such a such a huge killer uh, of young people, mm-hmm. and we, we we really need to be refreshed by this good news. Uh, where at last uh, people are starting to stand up in the United States, uh, where there where there are I think four uh, thousand abortions per day. Mm. It's an incredible statistic. The yes. carnage is unbelievable. Absolutely. Uh, so we really welcome this development, and our prayer is that we will follow suit here in Australia. Yes, and uh, also I um, looked at another article. Um, I think it's in. Florida, if I'm not wrong, or another state there, uh, where they don't have a ban on any uh, time, you know. And uh, uh, the doctor uh, shared on an article there that at least, say, when more than half of those babies, which he he, uh, you know, he aborts, had, uh, abort, aborts, uh, they are perfectly healthy. No yes, problem. Yes. Now, when you're Correct. thinking like that, you know, and they can do uh, even up to. Uh, I think it was uh, 30 weeks they can still have abortion. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's yes, in, in, uh, in, some, in some states um, of the United States and in Australia, it is legal until the day of delivery. Mm, mm, that's that's it's unbelievable. Uh, look, uh, uh, as you said, David, uh, we need to pray. Why not mm. to uh, have a prayer on air, David, here? Would you like yes. to lead us in a prayer on air uh, yes. on these aspects uh, also in Melbourne, what's going on in Melbourne and uh, all around here yes. south in Australia, but, uh, oh, but overseas too? Indeed. Our Father in heaven, we thank you that you love children and you want the best for them. And so we do pray for children who are at risk of being being uh, killed in the womb, which should be the safest place and is now such a dangerous place. We ask that your hand of grace will be upon all of those situations and that you will bring deliverance. We pray for the children of Victoria who are being misled even from government down, that there'd be a conviction of sin and that there would be a recognition by government that it's not there to add to further gender confusion, but rather to recognize recognize as our Lord has said that in the beginning you made humanity male and female Mm. so we thank you for children we thank you that our Saviour Jesus called the children to him and urges us to welcome them in his name it's in his name that we pray these things now hear our prayers we ask in Jesus name Amen. 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 Thank you so much, David. Thank you for being part of this uh, today. We'll let you go today. You have a a busy schedule, but uh, God bless you and uh, we'll keep you in our prayers also. Uh, Looking forward to see you back here in the studio. Lovely. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And this is Fate FM Drive Time, big Q&A with Nick Rita. And still here in the studio, we have uh, Tracy Papandreou. Uh, today we are um, uh, looking at a very interesting uh, uh, subject, a good, um, good topic here about heaven. What, where, and when? It's heaven. And my dear friend, if you have a question, uh, a thought, a comment, uh, please let us know. Send us a text message on 04-888-808-11. I'm coming right now to you also with the offer which we have um, for today. And it's a wonderful book uh, called The First Lie by uh, Barbara um, 
uh, Weimar. And this book actually um, uh, shares about, uh, about death and what happens with people when you die. Um, have you ever uh, wondered what will happen when you die? Will your soul uh, go somewhere? Um, you have probably heard this many times in uh, your life. People saying, no one knows. But actually, the Bible is very clear in regard of this, what happens uh, after uh, death. Uh, the Bible has an amazing answer to this question. And uh, you you may find a lots of uh, good answers in this book, my dear friend. Please uh, send us a text message with the code SA119. SA119. Send the uh, this code to zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one. Please don't hesitate to get this book. This is the last uh, chance today to get the book, and uh, we'll be very happy to share it with as many people as possible to learn about uh, this. Now, coming back to you here, Tracy, in the in the studio here, and uh, yes, uh, disturbing things going on, you know, uh, in in life, uh, and the more we progress, you know, actually, the more we hear about just bad news, bad news. Do you know, I say to people often when I'm having a discussion about things, I said, I say, um, we're careering headlong into darkness, and yet society thinks that we are so much more enlightened these days. And the more that society puts aside God, the the... As far as I see it, the more we head straight long into trouble and darkness. Mm. So, yeah, it's just, I guess, you know, as society moves away from an understanding of what, of the wisdom that's in God's word uh, and, and taking that literally, you know, there is, um, you know, people are told that, that a fetus is just a bunch of cells, mm. you know, rather than that we're fearfully and wonderfully made and that it is God who actually, yes, it's the father and the mother that bring their DNA together, but it's God that knits together in the womb. And when you kind of think about those things, you know, um, you know, puts puts a whole different light on on these kinds of issues that we're talking that we've talked about so far today. So mm. it can be easy to get a heavy heart thinking about all of these. Yes. Things. So we need to talk about some good things and be positive. Absolutely. <laughs> and I like the question we have for today. You know, to talk about heaven, even though we may hear around, you know, but where is heaven? Uh, when? When is this and happening? Is hell really ever over? And is hell <laughs> over? Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's exactly right. And uh, by the way, would you like to just um, start us up here with um, some thoughts uh, you have on this aspect? Yeah, well, I was asked to look at, is is hell really ever over? Mm. Thank goodness we can know that it is. Mm. There is an end to it. And we're promised that hell will be no more. Mm. In Revolution, Revelation 2010, 
the scripture there says, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever mm, and ever. Mm. Now, we don't really have time to get into the forever and ever, um, the, just to say that there are scriptures that talk, that use the term forever, which means until there's no no longer need for mm. for it. Um, but the idea is that there is a there is a finish to it. Um, when you think about the fact that this all started in heaven, that war broke out in heaven, which is a concept that's really hard for people to get their head around. Isn't heaven where everything's supposed to be positive and wonderful? But free will was there in the very beginning, and that's where Satan decided he got a bit too big for his boots and thought that he should actually have a, a higher place um, than Jesus. And so this is how it all began. Mm-hmm. And Jesus and God they need to make sure that it's never going to break out again and their plan is that it will be dealt with in such a way that it will never break out again. And we have so many promises in the Bible about what life is going to be like after that, what life in heaven and on earth again after time because we're also told in Revelation that there will be a new earth created. Um, We're told about how that's going to be so different to how it is now. And I'm looking forward for that to share a bit more about the new heavens uh, and the new earth. And my dear friend, if you miss some of the programs, we already talked a little bit about uh, death, you know, and uh, uh, how Jesus uh, looked at uh, this um, aspect and what he uh, taught us, um, said in the Bible. And then, um, is the soul immortal? Uh, that's a very big um, problem when you don't uh, understand, you know, uh, what the Bible says, because you can take out of context things. And then, yes, uh, you can talk about hell, eternal hell, or you can talk about there is no hell at all. You know, uh, depends on what you your inclination is in believing certain things, but that's what is important to look into, into the Bible, search around these topics, because these topics are very crucial for us mm-hmm. Christians, and the enemy of God, which is Satan, and our enemy, he will do everything what he can to distort the understanding of these aspects, like life after death, hell, uh, even heaven, Um and Nick, this is a, a particularly important topic where, I've, and I've said this, we've both said this previously, when you're looking into the Bible on everything, but especially on crucial foundational kind of things like this, it's so important not to just build a, build a belief around one text mm, or one mm. scripture because sometimes you will find a scripture that says a particular thing that makes it you you believe one thing and it's not until you actually read throughout the bible on that topic and you may you may find that um it looks like there's contradicting information on this and what am i to believe when there's contradicting information if you actually take your time and really study and look across the bible get um uh now my, the name is escaping me right now it's not what a thesaurus 
the source. Uh, it's not a thesaurus. I always get mixed up. That um, tool that we use to actually find out if if you're looking for a word in um, the Bible and all of the different applications. Concordances. Concordance. I don't know why. Whenever I'm looking for that word, it's always thesaurus comes, which I know is is not the right thing. But listener, if you if you really you know want to be sure that you're um, you understand on these kinds of topics, you need to study. Um, don't just take our word for it. Go and study for yourself and get the tools that you need, uh, you know, um, a concordance where you can look up all of the different applications of particular words and and that's a great tool to help you look across the Bible and get that balanced perspective mm, on mm. things. Yeah, that's, that's very good what you're saying, um, Tracy. And I believe, you know, Sometimes we are just taking things, speaking here and there. Um, we hear a little bit here, a little bit there. In the churches, a bit there. And we form a, a concept, a, a, an understanding about certain things which are far from the reality, fra- far from the Bible. That's why I would love to encourage uh, each one of us, our listeners, to search into the Bible, to look mm-hmm. at this uh, aspect, because the Bible is clear. And that's what I like about it. The Bible doesn't let you in confusion, in no. darkness. No. It will explain for the, these important things which we need. If it's something which we don't understand, for example, even the nature of God uh, or things like that, we, we may don't need to uh, understand that because we'll have eternity to, to understand. But these sort of things about death, about immortal soul, about heaven, it's important to understand because this interests us right now and here. But I also would say something like the nature of God, that's something that also is really important to study because, you know, understanding how much God is love, understanding, you know, that um, that Jesus you know, lived his life mm. here. He was tempted by all things that we're tempted by. Those are things that help us for our life here, understanding mm. Mm. his nature. I, I personally believe, but yeah. you know, now you're right what hell, you, all of these kinds of things. But yeah. you're, you're right what you're saying in, in, in those aspects where the Bible speaks about God, uh, his uh, attributes and all those things very important to know. But if there are certain things, that's what I was more thinking about uh, uh, where God comes from, for Mm. example, or Mm. things like that. You know, I mean, if the Bible doesn't give you a concrete answer, even though we know that God is eternal and that's good enough for us, you know, God doesn't have a, a beginning and an end. But yeah, this uh, I believe it's it's important to um, to look at. But hey, my dear friend, uh, I'm going to take a short break here. I'm going to take um, have a song about heaven. I think you'll enjoy this uh, wonderful song by Sweet Symphony, and the song is called "Dreaming of a City." Please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. This is Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A. I've been dreaming of a city Far beyond the sky When the suffering's over Get my wings and fly When Jesus says it's over 
Welcome back, my dear friend. You are listening to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A uh, with Nick Rita and uh, Tracy Papandreou. Uh, we are um, happy to uh, give you a book today uh, entitled uh, The First Lie 
and um, you can uh, send us a message at zero four triple eight eight zero eight double one with the code SA one hundred and nineteen. And we're still waiting for you to send us a text message if you like to share with us uh, a thought or uh, where you're listening from. It will be really nice to hear from you. We were uh, concerned about um, how we should uh, look at from a positive perspective, uh, the things happening um, in this world uh, uh, today. And um, we had a few questions here which we asked uh, uh, during this week about um, death and um, the immortal soul and uh, resurrection and all those aspects, hell and heaven. We are talking about heaven uh, uh, today, more in particular. And, you know, it's uh, very important to um, look at this uh, aspect to see what the Bible has to say about heaven. And, uh, for example, in Revelation chapter 21, chapter 22, speak quite a bit about, uh, beautifully actually, about uh, heaven and new heavens and uh, the New Jerusalem and all those things. I believe it's very important to understand from the Bible this. And thank you for uh, uh, requesting the book. Uh, Hi, Sarah. It's good to have you with us too today. Uh, May God bless you. Tracy, I'm just coming back uh, to you now. Would you like to just maybe share with us a couple of passages in the Bible? Yeah, I think when we're talking about um, heaven and what it's going to be like, uh, Revelation 21 and 22 really give us some beautiful images about what it will be like. One of the um, texts that um, we often hear, and it's something that's so comforting, is um, about um, all of the difficulties that we've previously lived in this life being put aside. i just like to read um, 21, 1 to 4, um, that helps us to understand and gives us really it really comforts me when i think about um, what life will be like now i saw a new heaven and a new earth and this is john talking he's um he's talking um through the images and the inspiration that's been given to him i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away also there was no more sea Then I, John, saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with them, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. And just that idea that God is actually there amongst us, just amazing. But this is the one that is, this next text is the one that is um, more uh, well known and the one that really um, is focused on a lot. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain for the former things have passed away. So as I was talking about earlier, Satan's been thrown away, he's been done away with, him and all his angels, and then we're, uh, we have the opportunity to live under Christ's reign and how different that will be. You know, the Bible tells us about um, uh, many things that are going to be different. Um, for example, um, in Isaiah, it talks about the fact that 
um, we won't have to worry about working hard and not having the benefit of our labours or not enjoying our jobs. Isaiah 65:22. For as the days of a tree, so shall be the days of my people, and my elect shall long enjoy the work mm. of their hands. Mm. So, the, so there'll be satisfaction there. There won't be that sense of um, injustice. Uh, Having to work hard and not really yeah, getting yeah. ahead, yeah. all of those kinds of kinds of difficulties that people struggle with uh, today. And, and heaven, uh, you know, looking at this uh, question, I mean, what what is heaven, or where is heaven, and when? Mm. Uh, looking at this, uh, you're right, actually. What is heaven? Is heaven just a place somewhere there where a little uh, angel they playing the harp there and enjoying good uh, life? It, that's all. That'd uh, be pretty boring, yes. wouldn't it? If that's I mean, all. It you, was. You, you just read there in uh, Revelation that uh, God is going to create a new heaven and earth. Why? Because this earth definitely has been. Um, Polluted, and uh, is no way that uh, we can live a perfect life on this uh, earth. God has to uh, recreate it, and He promised that He will do that. But you know what? Interesting that God says that He will create new heavens. Now I don't know how far that goes, but at least we know that in heaven it started something uh, bad—a mm. rebellion in heaven. In heaven, very hard to get your head around that. Yes, too, isn't it? and but you see, God is going to deal with that too. It will never happen again. Uh, to have this uh, sort of things. Why? Because now we have an experience. We know what that is, what sin is, and what that brings uh, uh, in the package, <laughs> you know, to mm. say so. And and we kind of, um, you know, that whole image of just, you know, Cupid type of angels, sitting, fat angels sitting around with wings like little babies, playing on harps, all of that kind of thing. When you really think and you read in the Bible about what God has planned for us, it really is, it, it, it just dilutes and degrades mm. so much, mm. you know, the, the, the image, um, and, and the idea of what, what he has planned for us. Um, you know, I think, um, I get excited about what heaven's going to be like. Well, when just thinking that, that Christ, God, they're going to be amongst us, mm-hmm. you know, so we'll have an opportunity to ask all of those questions about, the, you know, the things that we didn't understand. I've, I've said to people, you know, in this life, there are things that are very difficult to deal with. And there are things that we pray about and we don't get responses that we would like to receive. There are people with illnesses who, you know, we pray in faith and they're not healed. And some of those things are very, very difficult for us to understand, knowing that God is love, mm. knowing that he wants to give the best to us. But just knowing that God, Christ, will be there and we can face to face ask those questions and and get and and get um seek satisfaction and and get comfort from understanding the beginning from the end because yes. you know i believe that god is a god who wants us to understand things because you know there is so much in the bible if people will take the time and and 
I didn't mention it before, Nick, but we really need to ensure that we're praying before we open up the Bible too, that the Holy Spirit will bring us understanding. Mm. That's a really, really important, important thing. But another thing that I wanted to talk about, now this is talking about the New Jerusalem um, but this is is the city that's present in heaven, right? It comes down out of heaven eventually onto mm. the new earth, mm. but it's there. And, you know, um, God's into beauty. He really is. I mean, you know that when you look at some beautiful flowers, um, you deal with the beautiful perfumes that come from those flowers. Um, and I've said to people too, gosh, you know, especially when spring starts and everything starts to come out and the beautiful perfumes are on the air. And I think to myself and I've said to people, gosh, we've got such beautiful flowers, nature, everything here. And this is a cursed land. Mm. Imagine what it will be like in a land that's not cursed. But listen to this too. This is talking about... Uh, the New Jerusalem. This, this is t- talking about what I hope will be my new hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, and it says the construction of its wall was of jasper, and the city was pure gold like clear glass. The foundations of the wall of the city were adorned with all kinds of precious stones. The first foundation was jasper, the second sapphire, the third. Chalcedony, I hope I've pronounced that mm. correctly, the fourth emerald, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase, again, I hope I've pronounced that correctly, the eleventh jacinth, and the twelfth amethyst. The twelve gates were twelve pearls. Each individual gate was of one pearl and the street of the city was pure gold like transparent glass. So God has prepared a place that we will just be completely gobsmacked. Yeah, Apostle Paul speaks beauty. about this. Uh, he was uh, like in a vision or, you know, taken John. in heaven, mm-hmm. in Paul, actually. Oh, Paul, okay. And, uh, and uh, he said that he was taken up to the third heaven. Yes. And he says that um, things like eyes never saw, the ears never yes. heard, and uh, you couldn't even grasp it into your heart, you know, the, the beauties of the yes. things. It just reminds me a little uh, anecdote uh, on this aspect. It says that somebody was uh, preparing for heaven, you know, and you know how the Bible says that you can't take anything from here, you know. You, yes. I mean, you don't even have what to take from here, but um, he was very keen to take something. He was a rich man. Mm. And uh, the deal was that you can't take anything, just yourself. Yes. But he tried to bargain, you know, and uh, say, well, can I just take something, please? I mean, no, you can't, but just something, you know, maybe a little a, a little suitcase. Okay, in the end, they uh, agree, okay, take a suitcase. And he sold everything, you know, what he had, all the, and he purchased gold and put the bricks of gold there, packed in the nice suitcase there. And went to heaven. And when he got to to get to heaven, there they ask, "What do you have here? You can't you can't go um, in heaven with uh, anything." And said, so, oh, "But I have an exception uh, ex- 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 <laughs> exemption exemption yeah. here, <laughs> and I can take a suitcase." And so, oh, but just curious, what do you have in that suitcase? And he opened it up, you know, probably, and it was full of bricks of gold, you know, like that. And they look at each other. There, the two angels says, 
Hmm, I wonder why he's bringing uh, pavements in uh, heaven. <laughs> Because the streets will be paved of gold, <laughs> won't they? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you see, looking at that, and, and that's a very important point that you, you just said uh, there, uh, Tracy, because God is about perfection. Mm. It's about beauty. It's about wonderful things. Yes. We look sometime in the Bible, and I heard many people looking, reading Old Testament, New Testament, and say, oh, who is this God who allowed this, this and that? But they don't look beyond that point. Yes. What happens in this world? Who's actually um, responsible uh, of those aspects? Is God or mm. is the enemy of God, uh, Satan? But my dear friend today listening um, to Faith FM, Drive Time, BQ&A. If you have a thought, if you have a question, don't hesitate to send us and uh, uh, we'll love to hear from you what's your, um, y- you know, uh, image about heaven. Are you looking forward for heaven or are you just um, stuck here on this earth and that's it? What it is, life of 60, 70, 80, 100. Uh, the other day, a good friend of mine, um, her mother-in-law passed away 102. What? Good mm-hmm. life, you know. But um, is that all? I hope not. I hope you'll find the uh, answers here. But I'm going to give you a book which we have prepared for you uh, today, and it's called The First Lie. We mentioned about here the devil, and he's the one who's the father of all lies. Uh, this book will help you to um, see a little bit more about these aspects we talked about, you know, during uh, this uh, week about um, death and uh, immortal soul and uh, resurrection. Please. Request this book, sending us a text message with the code SA119. The number where you need to send the text message is 04888-80811. We'll be very happy to organize this book for you. Now, we have little time left here today, Tracy, but uh, um, I wonder if uh, if we could uh, just bring a, bring a little bit together and maybe a few thoughts and we'll, we'll have a prayer. Uh, we, we want to pray. David prayed a bit earlier on the program about the things going on uh, on this earth and even here near to us uh, uh, in Victoria. And, but everywhere you look on the news, everywhere you can hear only uh, these uh, bad, bad things. Heaven is not here, definitely. Mm. We're waiting for uh, for something else special. Do you have a thought to close with? Yeah, just that we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and we need to keep our eye on the prize, if if you like, and not let um, the difficulties of, of this world get us down, but instead focus on the promises that there are for us because we are promised that... Um, all of these things will be put aside uh, and and we will be living in the reign of God and his righteousness and his justice. And where we see difficulties now, they will be mm. no more. People will, uh, Jesus said when he was leaving, I'm going now because I'm going to prepare a, a place for you. And if it were not so, I would not tell you this. Mm. So we know that God is already preparing for us to be there and we need to be preparing to ensure and do our part that we're going to be there. Uh, so so yeah, I just um, uh, that's, that's the thing that I would like mm. to leave people with to focus on what's ahead um, do your part in, in 
getting to know Jesus more, uh, having a, a more deep and intimate relationship with him through Bible study, through prayer, through time of meditation with him. Yes. Uh, and... Um, yeah, read more and study about what heaven will be like because you'll be excited like me mm. uh, to want to be part of it. Wonderful. Thank you, Tracy, for um, sharing with us today. Why not to just uh, have a short word of uh, prayer here, uh, my dear friend, uh, listening with us today. Dear Father in heaven, thank you so much for your wonderful things which you have uh, prepared for us. Even though we choose a, a wrong path, uh, we choose to sin with our first, uh, you know, parents and uh, we went astray from you. But in your love and mercy, you prepare for us a wonderful uh, place. Heaven is our home, not this earth, which we stuffed it up. Thank you so much, dear Father in heaven, for um, preparing for us a home and help each one of us to be ready to uh, join you in heaven when you'll come on the clouds to take us home in jesus name amen. amen my dear friend that's all from us please join us next time when we are going to talk about how good was god when he created hell and the next question is is hell real what and where is hell until then may god richly bless you and have a safe walk in the footsteps of jesus this program has been made possible by the support of adventist world radio Ask me, why do you serve the Lord? Is it just for heaven's gain? Or to walk those mighty streets of gold? Or to hear the angels Is it just to drink from that fountain that never shall run dry? Or is it to live forever, ever and ever in that sweet home by and by? But if heaven never Living in a world of darkness But he brought me the light He's been my closest friend Down through the years And every time I cry You know he dries all of my tears It's been worth Just having the Lord in my life I was living in a world of darkness, but he brought me the light. If there were never any streets of gold, neither a land where we will never grow old, it's been worth just having the light.
Living in a world of darkness But he brought me 